Welcome to the Brothers Den. In this podcast, we discuss the world and the church from a teenage Christian worldview. Let's get into it. We've yet to mess that up, but you almost did right there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, um, welcome, guys. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, welcome, guys. It's, it's Josh Sully. We're back again with another podcast. It's episode four, and we have one of, like, really one of my best friends and one of Josh's best friends. Like, love this guy. His name's Jacob Garrett. Um, just a little background on Jacob. I was in eighth grade whenever I met him. I'm going into my sophomore year. Josh was... Josh, what grade were you in when you met Jacob? So I knew Jacob all through high school, but I think we really became really good friends my senior year. Yeah. So what I what I did in eighth grade was I was in charge of getting speakers for FCA. And so I asked around. I was like, hey, here are some high school guys that are just... Pa- or high schoolers that are passionate about Christ. And we had Brock Van Hoy and Ryan Summers come up who were on episode two of our podcast. Y'all should go check that out. It's um a di- life of, the life of a disciplined believer. Just shameless plug there. But then another guy who came up literally in, like he was always the first guy to come up was Jacob Garrett. And I was always, and I went to church with Jacob. Like we went to church together, right? Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, so we go to church with Jacob. And then I'm, I'm like, I'm in middle school. They're in high school. Middle school and high school are separated, but I would go and wait with Josh with high school. And so Jacob Garrett's like standing around talking to Josh and stuff. And so he, I see he, he's holding the same Bible I'm holding. And I'm like, Jacob. It's like I, a summit weekend, right? Yeah. It's like so the last this day was, of summit weekend. This was, this was the day, this was the weekend before summit weekend. Oh, yeah. Or the Wednesday before summit weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're holding your MacArthur study Bible. And I go, yeah. Jacob, I have that Bible. <laughs> right? And you go, or no, I go, hey, man, I have that Bible. I knew who you were. I don't even think you had an idea of who I was. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just some, kid. Yeah, I'm so, he's like, and you're like, cool. And, like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so me and Jacob really, we just don't click, you know? And so we're at Summit Weekend. And we're all way defeated. Yeah, yeah, I really did. And so we're all at it's Summit Weekend. Like time we- to charge. <laughs> so we're all at Summit Weekend standing around, and uh, Jacob and Josh are kind of standing, talking, and I kind of walk up, not even realizing that Jacob Garrett's right beside me. So I look, and I see Jacob, and I don't know why I was so nervous to talk to you, but I see oh, you. We make eye contact, and our heart drops. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I just made this soup awkward statement to him last like Wednesday and now like I'm gonna have to face him in conversations I'm like hey Jacob my name's Sully Evans here's the Bible (laughs) (laughs) no I did bring it that night I forgot about anyways you have this one too (laughs) you have this Bible you're holding it you wanna sign it (laughs) (laughs) will you sign my Bible anyways anyways I see him and I'm like Jacob it is so awesome I'm Sully Evans Uh, I'm in 8th grade I lead FCA no towards the end of the week I go and then we, we kind of, we, we like started laughing, telling jokes, we became friends over that. And then at the end of the week, I was like, Jacob, I lead FCA, I, I get speakers, I would love to have you come speak, let me get your number, we exchange numbers, boom, we become like best friends. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's, it's 100% that. I totally remember that. And I remember when you, like, I think I've heard this story, like, I think that was the third time I've heard that story, but <laughs> I remember the first, second time I heard that story, and I was like... That sounds like me whenever I try to talk to a girl. I think it's really, really pretty. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Every guy that is socially awkward is like, hey, yeah. it's a nice shirt. Yeah. I'm wearing the shirt too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was a little background on Jacob. And so what we're, what we're discussing today and one of the most important topics as Christians is being passionate about the gospel. Yeah. And passion for the gospel... When I think of it, I think a, a bunch of people, but Jacob Garrett just kind of flows. And it's like, first time I ever heard you speak, 
you jumped up in the air probably twice. <laughs> and I'm like, Who? And it wasn't a jump. It was like a leap for absolute, like, there's gl- there's the word glee. Reaching for the stars. Like, glee <laughs> happiness. It was like, wow, he's really excited about it. Like, like it genuinely yeah. excited. Yeah, and so he just brought it. And what did he bring? The gospel. And he presented it to these students that, that you know, anyways, you're very passionate about the gospel. Oh, yeah. I've never seen anybody get so excited that they hopped up in the air. Well, all yeah. glory to God, man. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, people talk about all the time that like don't be ashamed of the gospel. Yeah, and I mean, it's very easy. It's very easy to do that because, of, because you're you're scared of what other other people are gonna think about you and what, yeah. what they're gonna say about you. I mean, but you know, you you look back at what what Jesus was doing. I mean, he was bring, bringing people back from the dead, and then he was also healing. Healing the lepers, and you're doing all sorts of this stuff, and and the Pharisees are like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're you're doing like all this voodoo stuff. Where's this coming from? And you know, trying to get them all in traps. You know what I'm saying? But you know, he never held back from the gospel because he wanted people to know. He he wanted them to know the Father, and they had no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that and he didn't hold back, and that's just yes, yeah. that's, that's just how. That's just how I communicate, and with ADHD, it's kind of hard to write <laughs> yeah. all that in. It makes it easy. <laughs> so, so you kind of talked about that, and so it kind of reminds me of the scripture, Second Timothy one seven. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, right, fear, yeah, but He's given us a spirit of power, love, and discipline. And man, you embody what that verse looks like, right? You are passionate about the gospel, you're excited about the gospel, and you want literally everyone to hear the gospel, yeah. right? Like I've never seen you discriminate ever. Right, and so kind of, kind of pour into man. What does that look like, like as a as a speaker? We'll we'll go with the public speaker right now. No. How do you speak when speaking to a big crowd? How do you show your passion for the gospel other than hopping five feet in the air? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I always thought of it as uh, being a Christian as being on the winning team. You know, because whenever you Whenever you win a game, whether it be football or wrestling or whatever, you win anything. You want to tell everybody. Yeah. You, you want you you want to brag about hey, I freaking won or my team won. Yeah. And you know Jesus, not only won a won a war a battle, he won the he won the war against yeah. sin, hell, and the grave. Yeah. We are on the winning side. I mean, you're gonna lose battles. I mean, Satan's gonna win a couple times. But ultimately, Jesus has the ultimate victory at the end of the day. I mean, even when when you're saved, boom, that's a victory right there. But you know, when you're, why is it that most? I mean, some people are afraid to be like, "Hey, Jesus is my coach. Yeah. He shows me how to win." Yeah. You want to know about him? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why would you want to hold that back from somebody? I mean, that's the greatest news ever. Yeah. And just holding that back from somebody, is, and even even holding back, you know, the joy that it should bring you. I mean, that's that that's probably the most hateful thing that you could ever do to somebody. Yeah. And so that's and it, and just going to Cyprus, especially and learning how to passionately love God and love people and share the gospel with literally any and everybody who who needs it. Mm-hmm. That I mean, especially live. I mean, hanging out with you two. I mean, and seeing how passionate, especially you are, Sully, at, at such a young age that you are, and passionate and mature in your faith as you are, that I ever was. I mean, as a senior, and 
you know, it's just those encouraging things that kind of help me keep going. And, I mean, I get unmotivated all the time, especially going to military college where I fall short all the time and I find or I convince myself I don't have enough time to stay in the Word and, and to keep sharing the gospel. But at the end of the day, I look at my brothers and sisters in Christ and how they're s- still sharing the gospel, and it's like, it motivates me. I mean, it's, and like I said, ADHD really helps a lot with that. <laughs> but uh, it's just not holding back from and remembering that Jesus has the ultimate victory. Got to tell people about that. Yeah. Whenever you're talking about like Jesus is my coach, like it kind of made me think of like Ryan Getty telling us, you know, we have the playbook right here. Yeah, we have all of his like the devil's plays that he's going to use against three. us, and you can dig into them. And I think that excites me knowing like I I, I literally have his plays and I can use them against him. You know, I can yeah. I can play against it because I know how to defeat it with the word. Yeah, and so whenever you talk about how like you were on the winning team, I mean, just think about it. Uh, somebody who's walking around, they just won the Super Bowl. They're not going to carry themselves like they just lost the Super Bowl, right? Like they're they're, they're wearing parades. that shiny ring, right? And they, and they're they Tom just, Brady's needle. Absolutely, yeah. they just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, man, I just wrapped my God just stepped into my life and radically changed it. I'm not walking around like I just lost something. I'm walking around like I just gained the, like, God. <laughs> like, yeah. I just stepped into my life. And so, man, I love that you, uh, the, I love that analogy. So, something to talk about is Josh and I both have a ministry. It's called The Brothers Den. It's actually a podcast. You should check it out. <laughs> but you actually have a ministry on Instagram. Oh, right? yeah. Kind of Instagram. What, so, kind of dive into what that looks like. And how you use your passion for the gospel and turn it into sharing it on social media. Well, okay, so uh, I you, you can totally plug it. <laughs> yeah, like, totally okay. No shame. Well, Tell I want to go follow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Buy a shirt one hold on. there. Let, let me pull it. Pull up my other account. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you exactly. Okay, it's God's underscore word underscore is underscore alive two K twenty. You can replay that and go follow. Yeah. Uh, but I. I originally had just Snapchat. I started with Snapchat, and I started posting on my story every morning before I went to class um, a verse of the day. And I kind of fell away from that. Um, And I felt this, I felt the Holy Spirit telling me, like, hey, you need to start using your social media as a platform. And I was originally getting Snapchat. I was like, I'm not using this for simple desires. I'm not using it for worldly things. I'm using it as a platform. And I started using it for worldly things. And so I I ultimately deleted Snapchat and kept Instagram, but never got back into using it as a platform. And I felt the Holy Spirit weighing in on my heart for a while. And I just kept saying, I kept stalling and saying, no, I not. It's not the right time. I don't have enough time. And then finally, I'm. I'm it was probably about two weeks ago. I was like, okay, I can't say no anymore. I'm. Just, I'm just gonna do it. And so, and so I started it, and and I just felt like the assurance of God. Like I'm gonna use this in in a way that you you don't even know yet. Yeah. I was like, okay, I trust you, God. And so then I started. I kept um, I kept posting every day and I got I got Sully and I got a couple of other people 
asking them to be my accountability partners, uh, Jordan Slack in the in our college ministry. Yeah. Um, I I got a couple of accountability partners making sure that I'm staying consistent with it and that I'm posting every day. Uh, so far so far I'm I'm doing pretty good, but um, but yeah, all glory to God with that. And if and if it's it's been reaching anybody, it's not it's not because of me. It's because God's God's waited on my heart and that someone need needs to hear that. And I remember when I posted on my story uh, asking like, hey, what what do y'all want to see? Uh, see me do with this page? Is there anything that you think I could do better? Anything I can do differently? And I got I got some feedback. Uh, from Sully, and I also got. <laughs> <laughs> I look. I wasn't like saying like this is terrible. No, I know it's constructive <laughs> criticism, and I took it and I and I applied it, and I, I also and I but I got a lot of. This is a great account. You're that you're doing great things. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. And and I was like, man, God's good. He's yeah. he's using. It, it, this isn't. And every time I post, it's like, God, let your words flow through me and not mine. And I can see that God's already using it to reach people. And so I'm very thankful that God's been using me in that way. But I can honestly say it's, uh, I respect YouTube for actually starting this podcast. Because not a lot of people would actually want to set their time aside to actually do this, set this up, get, get guests to take time out of their day to come talk about the gospel but that this has actually been a huge encouragement to me i've been listening to all y'all's episodes yeah, that's awesome Thanks. even that's tra- encouraging to even us. your nine listeners on the trailer that was all me nine times <laughs> <laughs> but uh again thank you for doing what you do for this podcast and having me on here i'm honored to be here thank you guys yeah yeah man so so we talk about being passionate for the gospel and what it looks like to speak to a big crowd. And so you said, speak like you're on the winning team. Because yeah. you're on the winning team. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Don't carry yourself like you just won the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. So I won Fortnite. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so you're so you're an ADHD, like, you know, you got the energy, you're excited. It's easy to speak in front of a big crowd for guys like me, you and Josh. But Josh kind of functions with one on one, right? Yeah. You're a one-on-one guy. Yeah. And so it takes, for me, it, it's like I can tell a whole crowd that they're sinners and they've screwed up and they need a savior. Yeah. That's easy for me. Oh, yeah. But when it's me and you sitting down and I'm going, well, uh, you're not good. Right? Like, it's, yeah. it's difficult. That's a difficult conversation uh-huh. to have. And so you can't, I mean, obviously you're carrying yourself like you're on the winning team, but it's, it's, it's a whole other level, right? Yeah. I mean. It's you, personal. It's so personal. And so, man, get into what that looks like and how you use your passion for the gospel to literally stare someone in the face and go, man, you are a wretched sinner that needs a Savior. Okay, well... But hype them up as well. And oh, go, yeah. You well, know, that, obviously, you're not, you're not putting them down saying, look, you have no other... Op-. Like, I, just kind of dive into Well, the, the whole essence and the whole <coughs> purpose of the gospel is the hope that it brings. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus died on the cross to show us what our sin will ultimately lead to uh, death and event and you know altogether separation from him but he raised himself from the dead to demonstrate what his resurrection power can do he can give you life after death you know what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. and so that that's what the gospel is it's the hope and a lot of christians tend to leave that out 
And that's what turns people away from the gospel. I mean, they're like, you're sinners and that's it. You're going to hell. But they leave out the hope. Like, you, if you surrender to Jesus you'll, and, have, and you have a relationship with him, yeah. you're set. Yeah. 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 And, you know. It's like the road. But, you, but having that relationship with Jesus it in, and actually diving into his word and investing your time in his word and praying, it, it entails, you, you start to have not only a, a heart for God, but a heart for people. And it takes a love, a love for people to actually look them in the face and say, Hey, you, you're not good enough. You, you're going down a path that is... It, it's going to suck later on when you die. You're going, you're going to hell separated from our Heavenly Father. But Jesus died on the cross so you wouldn't have to do that. He paid your penalty. At, he died a criminal's death as an innocent man. So that you could have a relationship with him, and that you can have a second chance at life, yeah. and just just the hope. You can't forget the hope, and and it's all about connecting with them. Because if you just straight out be like, "You're a sinner. You're going to hell." I mean, there's no motivation in that. They're gonna walk away being like. Give me the antidepressants. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but once you give them the hope, they they actually you, you you lay it on their heart like to they actually might think about it. I mean, you don't get me wrong. Your your job isn't to convince them that Jesus is the only way. Only the Holy Spirit does that. But your job is to simply convey the message. Yeah, come it's, home. Yeah, it's just to home. convey the message. You're just the messenger, and to let God do the rest. Yeah, but, I, that's like. It's like Ryan Getty, you know, wherever we go, it should look like, you know, a pasture of just seeds thrown. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, we're planting the seed. We're, so, what you're saying is, first off, never forget the message of hope. Yeah. Never forget when I'm looking at you and I'm saying, hey, man, dude, you are going down a path that is wrong and sinful and it's going to lead to death one day. Yeah. I need, I need to help you, dude. So, if I just tell you you're... You're going on a path that leads you to death. What What's your response? Well, help me. Yeah. Get me off this path, right? I mean, it's literally <laughs> like walking up to someone bleeding now, and you're like, man. You're bleeding. I should probably call 911. <laughs> yeah. And you don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so hey, you, uh, away. you got a cut right there. <laughs> yeah. I think there's an artery, you know, shooting out blood. Like, like you should probably go get help. It's yeah. like, so, thanks. It's so... When we don't convey the message of hope that Jesus, that the hope that's found in Jesus, that he he rose from the grave, he defeated death on our behalf, right? Like so, when we don't tell them that, we're we're essentially not sharing the gospel. If I I got I gotta be honest, if you're missing out on the hope, I'm real. It, it really scares me about where you are in your salvation, or even if you are saved, well, or even if you're believing the right the right things. So so I. <laughs> When I'm trying to articulate this, take your time. It's okay. It's, uh, it's <laughs> important when you're missing when you're missing the message of hope. It shows where you're at with Christ. Yes, and it shows where you're at in your study everywhere, and it just shows that you're in a very bad spot. But then again, if I'm just telling you about Jesus out on the cross, the feet of death, you need to be saved. You're gonna go. Come where's join the, the winning team. Come on. Where's that no, no. location? Though? You're like, 
okay, cool. Wow. What am I going to do with that? Yeah. You know? So it does take, dude, you were on the path, and I was too. Literally messing up one time is 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 guilty, right? Yeah. And so you need Jesus who died on a cross and defeated death. So obviously there's a healthy measurement there, and so you need to put it together. But if you have too much of something and not enough of the other one, then you are not sharing the gospel. Right. You're, you're sharing a phony fake version of the gospel right mm-hmm. yeah so um so we've hit the ending mark and so now this part is a lot of fun for me <laughs> we talked we, kinda, we had a very com- we had a very uh, important conversation about being passionate for the gospel what that looks like and so now we're just kind of going to wrap it up with one of the funnest times jo- this was actually Josh's idea but it's called story time we do it at the end of every podcast yeah so in your ministry experience, okay. have you ever had something crazy, funny, funny, awesome? Just just give us a story. We'll feed off. We'll probably tell a couple stories, and then we'll be done. <laughs> okay, so this is actually pretty funny. Um, when I was when, at, at my school, I go to a military college. Yeah. And, you know, the military, it entails just a bunch of cussing you know, yeah. it's a it's a lot of worldly people just smashed into one. Sure, we actually talked about that in our third podcast. Yeah, honoring God in the army. You should go check it out. <laughs> and uh, shameless plug. Yeah. And so we basically, as a freshman, you go through this system that basically weeds out the people who really want to be there. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like it's it's basically basic times a hundred for a longer time. And for for me, I had to, we had to go through that system for nine months. Oh. It was, yeah. I mean, it broke it broke you down physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Stressed you out beyond what you can handle. You were tired all the time. I was running off of two three hours of sleep every day. Yeah. And so, um, but I brought a bunch of Bible tracks with me, and uh, I did kind of fall off uh, quite quite a good bit freshman year. I didn't, I didn't do anything like awful, but um, I still had that moral compass. How, but I had, uh, we had this period where we had cadre, and the, our cadre would train us a, in a very aggressive and hurtful way. But, <laughs> but um, shut up. <laughs> like it, it, I mean, they were training us in an aggressive way, and it's like at the end of the day, you're like, oh, they're they're helping us, but. At the same time, it's like, why do you hate me so much? Yeah, it's you know like it's hard to see the love in it. Yeah, yeah, and it, and so, um, my cadre squad sergeant uh, came up would often come up in our rooms and uh, kind of mess with us as upperclassmen always do with freshmen, and uh, he opened and he was like, "Hey, Garrett, and we're all on a last name basis, like y'all talked about in the third podcast." Yeah, so. Garrett, open up, open up your lockbox. And it was like the top drawer in our half press, which is our, which is our dresser. Are you like hesitant? Like I have snacks in here. Oh no, <laughs> that was a big no no. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't get that one. By the only acceptable snack was a jar of peanut butter. See, good. ours was uh, cough drops. Oh yeah, like cough drops with trade. You know them. that's healthy. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, I had my Bible tracks in there. And it was the and the thing I had the most of the 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 Bible track that was in the most abundance 
was the million dollar bills. And he opened the drawer and he said, Garrett, what the is this? <laughs> yeah. And I'm honestly bleeping out the cuss words. Yeah. Because right? there was a cuss word in every sentence that they said to us. <laughs> Garrett, what the is this? And I was like, S-. and we had to sir sandwich everything. Yeah. Sir, what, sir sandwich, ma'am sandwich. We were like, sir, it's a Bible track, sir. And he was like, what the? It's a Bible track. Sir, it, <laughs> sir, it's a, it's an easy way to share the gospel with people if you don't know, necessarily know how to. It's, it's like a beginner's way to share the gospel, sir. And, and, he, and he was like, I'll be right back. And he brought like three more upperclassmen. And I was like, oh crap. Yeah. Uh, here we go. And this is gonna be a freaking smoke show. Yeah. And so, um, uh, one of the, one of the guys came up to my room and he was, he's like a PT god. He's an army scholarship, and, and I was, I saw him walk in. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get, I'm gonna get smoked. Yeah. And so he he looks in and he just stops. He just looks in the drawer, saying nothing. He just stares in the drawer as if he's just looking in the vastness of deep space. <laughs> and he just, and then and then he slowly turns his head and looks at me, and I was like, I'm dead. Yeah. He, saw, he saw something I wasn't supposed to have. And he goes, you know counterfeit money is illegal? I was like, sir? He goes, picks one up and he goes, what the is that? <laughs> sir, it's a Bible track. He goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they thought and it so, was... And um, so ultimately after their... After they're freaking crapping on me for like an hour, or not, investigation not even an hour, after their like, investigation, yeah, their hardcore investigation of me just standing up the whole time. They were uh, the they would my casual squad sergeant would con- or c- continually continually ask me the rest of the year, "Will a million dollars save you from judgment, Garrett?" And my <laughs> and my and my, uh, my answer would always be, "Sir, no, sir," and. Uh, and the whole year, we're just we're doing all these humiliating things to see uh, to test whether we're gonna either push through or you know just quit. Yeah. And so, and it's miserable. Our, those nine months are just absolutely miserable. Yeah. And uh, the big day, the where we officially become uh, part of the Corps of Cadets. Uh, which is what the whole student body of the Citadel is called. It's the Corps of Cadets. Mm-hmm. And it's called Recognition Day. And the, it consists of two hours of the most intense PT that we've ever done in our lives, followed by a three-mile run in formation, and followed by a class set of push-ups, which means since we're the class of 2023, we had to do 123 push-ups after all of that. Uh, basically, like... The home stretch to basically push us. So basically, the Kill worst us. thing is the last thing. My, uh, not including the first week, hell week, yes. Dang. And so, we, and during the two hours of push-ups, uh, the upperclassmen, they're not being mean to us. They're actually motiv- motivating us and encouraging us and be like, you can do it, keep pushing, you got this. Yeah. Only about three hours left, you got this. Yeah. And they're just, and they're helping any way they can. And uh, my cadre sergeant uh, walks up to me while we're doing something. I would demonstrate, but you know this podcast, so I can't. <laughs> uh, uh, he, 
He walks up to me, gets in my ear, he goes, Gary, I got a question for you. I was like, sir, yes, sir. Will a million dollars save you from judgment? <laughs> so I was like, sir, no, sir. He goes, that's what I effing love to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, and so, and I was like, we're waiting to motivate me. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, I was like, that, it's. But what was so amazing is that he actually took something from the Bible tract. I mean, he didn't, he didn't take one, but it, it's, it's instilled in his mind. Yeah. And that a million dollars won't get him to heaven. Yeah, and just the materialistic things, and the only thing that's going to get him to heaven is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and to repent of your sins. But it was so encouraging because that's I know that's there in his mind, and God could use that later on. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, man, I it's a joy to have you around. It's a joy <laughs> to have you on the podcast. Every time I get around you, I get excited and want to go out and share the gospel. We're glad we could have you on, and we hope we hope our listeners are excited and, and get passionate about the gospel. Thank you for having me, and man. Challenged and uh, share the gospel. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're on the winning we'll, team. Tell them. We'll end it on this, Jacob. I'll never forget the challenge you gave me. Share the gospel with somebody today. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>